you have a wet basement, you've got a problem. Not only are you inviting toxic mold, a flooded foundation can raise serious structural issues. But here's the good news. Jackhammers and backhoes and other drastic measures are probably not in your future if you read our tips for sealing your basement. Hit moneybit.com, click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're working on, it's going to make your house safe, comfortable, and around for a lot of years to come. Call us because that's what we're going to talk about this month because it is Home Safety Month. Yay! Happy Home Safety Month. Thanks. Did you get me a card? Uh, you know, I didn't really realize that it was a Hallmark <laughs> holiday. I'm sorry. I'm sure they have a card for Home Safety Month, ladies. If not, I can make you one. <laughs> Well, we are broadcasting a very special edition of the Money Pit today. We're on the floor of the National Hardware Show celebrating Home Safety Month because there's a lot of innovative, safe products, trends, and, in and, in and information that comes out of this program. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to take a look at a program to help you find a contractor that is specially certified to make your home safe and comfortable. And this hour, we're going to have tips on how to make your house safe and comfortable and also take a look at a program to help you find a contractor that's certified for that. Yeah, it's a really great program. We've got lots of interesting things going on. We even have a lot of wonderful guests lined up from our friends at the AARP here to tell us all about making your home safe. Correct. Often it's a major life event that triggers a home remodel or renovation. Maybe you're having your first child and need some more room, or perhaps you're taking in a parent or older relative, or maybe you're recovering from an injury or an illness and can't get around the way you once did. Yeah, that's right. Eleanor Ginsler is an expert on just that. She's the director of livable communities for the AARP, and she joins us now to tell us how to make changes to our home to be safer and more comfortable. Welcome, Eleanor. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Well, we're so glad to have you. First, define for us and our listeners livable communities. How do you really classify that? Absolutely. Great question. You know, I think if we ask a lot of people, they might answer differently. For AARP, livable communities primarily looks at the issue of housing and the issue of transportation, all under the guise of, are our communities designed in such a way both through their transportation systems and through their houses, as well as the services in their community, so people can age in their community successfully. Eleanor, isn't it uh, the common uh, belief that people want to sort of move south and move out of their present communities when they retire, uh, but your research is showing something quite different than that? Yeah, I think we may have busted one of those myths that's out there. Um, <laughs> a lot of people might think that you get to be a certain age, you sell your house, you move south. Um, in fact, while there are people who do that, the vast majority of people first tell us that they want to stay in their homes for as long as possible. Every time we ask this question, we get the same answer. The last time we asked, about a year ago, 86% of people said they wanted to stay in their homes. These were people who were 50 years of age or older, wanted to stay in the house they were in for as long as they can. And, in fact, when you look at the census data, very few people really do move. Less than 10% of the 60-plus population moves in any five-year period. When you look over the last two rounds of census, that's going back over 20 
years. Well, I mean, I imagine you've stayed your whole life in one area. It's your neighborhood. You've got friends. You've got family. Why do you want to uproot everything for the sake of the weather? You're, you've hit the nail on the head. In fact, when we've asked people, what is it that makes you want to stay there? It is. It's because it's the place they've put energy into. It's the place where their friends and their family are. They absolutely feel connected to the community around them, the people in that community, the organizations that they're affiliated with, and it's where they want to stay. Eleanor, let's say you do want to stay in your present home. What are some of the most common challenges and solutions that people are facing when they get, say, perhaps a bit physically restricted in what they used to be able to do? Yeah, I think the whole point for AARP is that we want those homes that people want to stay in to be the safest and most comfortable for them as they're getting older. And you may be getting older, your body may be changing, is your house changing to meet your needs as well? So you want to look at some things which are very easy to do um, that are going to be helpful actually all the way across that lifespan, not just for people as they get older, but for all people. Things like look at the doors in your house and see do you have round doorknobs or do you you have lever door handles. That kind of a fairly inexpensive fix can be helpful for people who may be having some issues around arthritis. Also really good for people, little people with small hands that might not be able to grasp that doorknob. And actually real good for, for mostly women who are doing all that laundry and carrying those piles of clothes throughout with the With all the multitasking that we do, Eleanor, it's always nice to be able to just wander up to a door and sort of just lean on it with your elbow. You got it. Exactly. This whole idea of livable communities, is it something that would be a specialized community that I would move into in my neighborhood? Or really, can I just think about my home, my neighborhood from a different standpoint? And even universal design, you know, we're very comfortable with the term universal design, but maybe a lot of our listeners aren't. How would you classify that as well? Absolutely. I think you've hit the nail on the head. For some people, they want a special, intentional community, but the vast majority, we are talking about turning those neighborhoods that you're living in, making sure that those neighborhoods are absolutely the best possible environments for people. That does mean looking at universal design features, a phrase that unfortunately so many people still don't recognize or understand, but is exactly what AARP wants people to embrace throughout the lifespan so that these, these, this way of designing, whether it's your house or the things you use in your house or the environment outside of that house, it is easy to use, it is safe to use, it helps you no matter what your age, no matter what your ability. And can also be well designed. I think that there's a misunderstanding out there that when you talk about universal design, you think of something in very, say, a hospital-like yes, setting. Sterile. Yeah, actually, you, you, that's another really important point. I think too many people, if they think they understand it, they think that means institutionalizing their home. And oh my gosh, that is not at all it. I've had the opportunity to see some homes that were designed with universal design features, and they are absolutely as beautiful as any any home can be. If, if, you, if you want your house to be a place of beauty, it can be a place of beauty with universal design features. Yeah, as long as you think about it up front or you make those changes as you move along. Eleanor, regarding livable communities, are, are livable communities only age-restricted communities, or can a livable community be good for people of any age? Yeah, actually, a livable community is a community that helps people of all ages. If we look at making, for example, those changes to a house that will help people stay safe and comfortable, that house is going to be a better house for all people of all ages. This is actually the most cross-generational issue that AARP has been looking at.
looking at lately. Well, especially because, I mean, even in my family alone, we're seeing the return of multi-generational families. It used to be very much isolated mom, dad, and kids, and now grandparents are moving back in, grandchildren. Homes are getting more full with people who require different things, so it's really important to address this. Now, if my home, say, isn't up to standards universally design-wise, what can I do? Is it a major renovation that I need to undertake, or can I add little things here and there to make it work? You know, I think that the good news here for people is that there are lots of different things they can do depending upon their pocketbook and their house, and it absolutely can start with some very um, inexpensive but very helpful things. Um, something as easy as walking around your house and looking to see what wattage light bulbs you're putting in your light fixtures. Um, the lighter it is, the safer it's going to be, the less shadows are going to be cast, and the less likelihood for an injury as a result of, of poor lighting. Well, it's really important to specialize task lighting because hobbies become so important as people age and becoming more active. So if you can specialize task lighting, it's safer for everyone. Absolutely, and, and can be, therefore, give you more enjoyment as you're doing the things you like to do and like to spend time on. We're talking to Eleanor Gensler. She's the director of Livable Communities for the AARP. Eleanor, you guys have done a really good job on your website at aarp.org slash home design. You have a, a page there. It's called Rate Your Home. And I think all the tools that our listeners will need to do this sort of self-assessment are there. You have a bathroom checklist. You have a kitchen checklist. You have a checklist for special needs. Uh, all right there, easily accessible. You can go to their website and print out these checklists and then do your own safety assessment. And you'll be very surprised, I think. Many people will be very surprised with how many easy improvements can be done to make the house safer and more comfortable. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I hope people do go to our website and check, check it out and uh, as an opportunity to then check out their home. Um, and then um, if we could uh, have a second to talk about what I think you're going to cover later in the show, for folks who don't want to do that project themselves, um, the idea of hiring a home contractor is so important, and I know you're going to be able to spend some time talking about um, some good tips about that, and that is very important for AARP as well. Yeah, yeah especially because this generation seems to get scammed the most when it comes to this type of contractor issue. So what you all are doing at AARP with your CAPS program, and we will get into it later this hour, is very important, Eleanor. Yeah, we want people to be able to make these changes, and we want them to be able to make them in a way that's going to produce a quality job. So it could be a small job that you do yourself, or it could be something you want to hire somebody to do, and you absolutely want to be able to rely on somebody who's gotten the training that they need, and you want to be that, that empowered consumer when you're contracting with them. And AARP is going to help us get that job done. Eleanor Gensler, Director of Liberal Communities, thanks for being a part of our Home Safety Month broadcast. Thank you so much. All right, Eleanor, thanks so much. Hey, Money Pit listeners, if you need some help making your home work for you, we can help you do just that. You can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, low-cost and no-cost changes you can make today to help make things easier around the house for plenty of tomorrows, plus your calls to 1-888-MONEY-PIT. You live in a money pit. According to the American Society of Home Inspectors, nearly 60% of basements have moisture problems because of torrential rainstorms or water leaks. Bare basement and masonry waterproofing paint with NanoGuard, combined with simple grading and roof draining improvements, provides maximum water resistance, both above and below grade basement walls, masonry walls, retaining walls, cinder and concrete blocks, stucco and brick. For more information, visit Bare. B-E-H-R dot com and apply the waterproofing paint that can stand the pressure. 
So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. My home is 70 years old, and so are some of its problems. I was looking for a handyman to seal a leaky sink when I called Brad Schrader. Brad answered the phone himself and set up an appointment for the following day. He was on time and neatly dressed, and I quickly knew how much he enjoyed his job because he wouldn't shut up about it. First, he details all the problems. Then he gives the reasons why the problems need to be fixed. He tells you how much every little thing costs and why it costs that much. He is constantly explaining himself and often explains the explanations. But you know what? He is the perfect gentleman. Brad is nice and just wants to make sure you feel good about the work he's doing. I would recommend Brad without a thought. But next time, I think I'll let him do the work when I'm not home. Find thousands of unbiased reports and reviews from members in your area on Angie's List. From handymen to electricians, educate your guests at Angie'sList.com. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb. Add a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from Thermatrue. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a Classic Craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com. AARP is proud to sponsor The Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash home design to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are broadcasting a very special edition of the program today in celebration of Home Safety Month. The entire month of June is devoted to the topic of home safety. We want to think about ways to be comfortable and to be safe in your home for many years to come. That's right. In fact, the AARP has some research which is showing that most of you want to stay right where you are, not pick up and move to a warmer climate like the retirement of your parents or maybe even your grandparents' generations. So you really all want to think about how your home measures up. Do you have a bedroom and a full bath on the ground floor? Is there a step-free entrance to your home? All these things make it safer. You know, making some of those changes might be long range, but there are some changes you can make today with that little that add little or no cost. 
For example, you can replace Trish traditional light switches with large rocker switches. You can install easy-to-grasp C or D-shaped handles for cabinet doors and drawers. You can install a handheld adjustable shower head. Easy home improvement project. How about lever door handles on the doors? Increase the wattage of light bulbs to the maximum allowed, or simply simply put a bench or a chair outside the front door. Which so is you can so helpful drop when the you're packages. coming in. Absolutely. So these are easy, inexpensive, simple things that can make your house comfortable and safer. If you have a question about a home improvement project, perhaps one that could make you more comfortable and more safe, call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? All right. We have a call from Sharon, who listens in on WABC from Matawan, New Jersey. Sharon, welcome to the Money Pit. Hi, guys. I love your show. Thanks, oh, Sharon. Thanks. Um, I have a question about uh, fire safety, I guess. I have two young kids, um, two and four. They each have their own bedrooms on the second floor. Okay. And I was thinking about putting in um, some sort of ex escape plan, like ladders that, that you, they could get out of the windows. How, I mean, can a two- and four-year-old really use something like that? No. <laughs> and in fact, a 22-year-old can't use something like that. I, I did a, um, a story once for MSNBC on fire safety where I was actually trained at a fire safety academy in New mm -hmm. Jersey. And uh, the instructors did a very interesting experiment with me. They showed me what happens when you get in a room that fills with smoke. And it is amazing how easy to become disoriented. Disoriented. You know, That's why they want you to get down because the smoke, of course, rises. I think what's so important, Sharon, is that you really need to make sure that you go over an escape route, a plan of attack in the event of an emergency in your home and practice it often. And a meeting place, too. But with respect to the ladders, um, the point was shown to me that um, even if you have a ladder, typically they're held in a closet or something like that, you're never going to be able to find it, uh, you know, unpack it, so to speak, mm -hmm. set it up and get out, especially when you can't see and you can't breathe. And the experiments that we did, we could breathe okay, but they used, a, they used like a glycol-based spoke to kind of fake what it was like to mm -hmm. not see. So you wouldn't it's, even it's, the real conditions. It's unbelievable uh, how disoriented you get and how quickly you get disoriented. The only way I think an escape ladder would work well is if you permanently mounted it, say, in a box under the window. So all you had to do was literally flip open a top and throw it out the window. But to have to take it out of a box and, and assemble it, it just isn't going to happen. Yeah, and what if you can't get to the child's room for some reason, God forbid, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden your two-year-old is left to their own in the room? You really have to make sure that you've got a plan of attack, safety measures, know where to meet, and practice it so that in the event that this does happen, no one gets nervous. And also, there's been huge advancements in fire alarms, especially with kids having a hard time hearing that sort and, of thing. And tone. the interconnected fire alarms, mm -hmm. too, where if one goes off, they all go off. So those are the sorts of things that you should be thinking about now, Sharon, okay? Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. All right. Next Les up, we've got Jim in Toledo, Ohio. Jim, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Hi, great show, guys. Thanks, Jim. Um, what's the best kind of residential toilet to put in for uh, somebody who's going to be using it um, a wheelchair person, part-time use, not full-time. Well, there's a couple of things. Um, not only do you need a toilet that's uh, appropriately sized, but you're also going to need grab bars to help that person be able to lift off the wheelchair. Um, the good news is um, that both of those uh, uh, those products are available. They're attractive today. They don't look like they belong in a hospital bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know. And there's even an interesting new toilet that the folks at the ADA, which is the American Disabilities Act, are recommending, and it's the Titan Triangle Toilet, which sort of goes into a corner to allow more accessibility for someone who might be in a wheelchair or with a walker to maneuver safely around the bath. 
Okay, installations like a traditional toilet, though? Yeah, installs like a traditional toilet. Um, most common mistake when it comes to installing toilets is over-tightening them mm -hmm. because they, they are made of ceramic. And so if you take one turn too many, do you think oh, it's going to be secure? Oh, it's bad news. <laughs> it gets ugly quick. Yeah, you kind of ruin the whole thing. Gotcha. So when you put it in, when you take the old one out, as long as you're not changing the floor height by, like, adding a different floor material, like putting another layer of tile, you should be able to go right back on the existing one that you were there, that was there before without any problem. Gotcha. I'll learn. Last time I forgot to turn the water off first. Yeah, that's <laughs> always a good place to start. <laughs> thanks, guys. Jim, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show Special Home Safety Month broadcast. All right. Next, we're going to Colorado Springs with Charles. Charles, what can we do for you today at the Money Pit? Oh, hello there. Yeah, I uh, got a question uh, regarding my mom's safety. My mom, uh, she's getting up there in age right now, and uh, she insists on living at home alone and... Uh, you know, as she gets older, I'm, I'm really concerned about her safety being alone. Is there, is there something I can do to make, make her home a lot safer for her? Well, you know, the AARP has a good uh, checklist on their website at aarp.org slash home design where they'll walk you through uh, an assessment of every room of the house so that you can make sure you cover all of the basics. You know, there are little changes that you can make that will make the house more accessible and easier for her to use. And I think it's also important to set up a communication system. Yeah, absolutely. And Charles, you really want to think about making it convenient for her as well. Try to put a bathroom and a bedroom on the first floor, even if it's turning a room that's a, a guest room or the living room into something that's more useful for her. Maybe move the laundry up to a higher floor like the first floor, somewhere she's using a lot so she's not going up and down the stairs. Think about adding more lighting. There's really a lot of things that you can do to put your mind at ease and make it life easy for her. All right. Uh, Absolutely. You, I feel a lot better already. <laughs> All right, Charles. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Up next. All right, we've got Lisa from Ocean, New Jersey. Lisa, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Hi, guys. My husband and I are looking to buy a second home that we're eventually going to retire in. So we're thinking about the layout and the style that we should be looking for so that we can gracefully age into this home. Do you have any tips for us? Oh, gosh, absolutely. <laughs> Where do you start? You know, there's so much you can do. I think most importantly, think about, if not every bath, at least one bath being no threshold so that in the event you're in a wheelchair or it becomes difficult to take larger steps, it's easy to use. Try to put as much as you can on the first floor to keep it useful. Think about what you and your husband like to do hobby-wise and create dedicated areas so that you can use them and enjoy them. And also, Lisa, look at the AARP Livable Communities Program because they've thought of all those things for you. And if you find a house that's in one of these livable communities, communities, it's all going to be done. You know, the communication is going to be there, the access is going to be there, and they're going to look great too. Lisa, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Well, safety in the home is definitely something you have to think about all the time, but for those times when safety isn't top of mind, it also helps to have a home that has safety built into it. While some home safety projects are easy, others require the skills of a pro to get the job done. That's right, but how do you find a contractor that's trained and knowledgeable about home modifications for safety? Well, there's a cool certification program from the folks at AARP, and we'll learn more about that next. now, but your home improvement projects just got easier and safer because this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show coming to you from the floor of the National Hardware Show in Orlando, Florida, where we are taking this opportunity to celebrate National Home Safety Month 
and educate you about ways that you can live safely and more comfortably in your home. That's right. And now it's time to talk about safe home design. You know, sometimes making your home safe and comfortable requires making some home improvements. And our next guest is an expert in doing just that. His name is Vince Butler, and he's with Butler Brothers Construction, and he holds a very special designation called CAPS, which stands for Certified Aging in Place Specialist. Vince, welcome. First, you know, tell us about this CAPS program. What does it mean? Sure, Leslie. Thanks for having me. Uh, the CAPS designation is a, uh, a professional training series that was developed by the National Association of Home Builders, and it focuses on aging in place, which is a, a term that some people, you know, may find new to their, their uh, lexicon, but it, it really covers more than just accessibility. It looks at the full needs of, that someone may have as they, as they age in their home, everything from, you know, acute situations like an injury or an illness uh, right on through, uh, you know, older uh, parents that may be living with them or children with a disability, pretty much everything, trying to make the home as livable as possible for, for all their needs, both those, you know, today as well as, as things that may occur in the future. Vince, talk to us about the actual certification process. What do you guys have to go through to become trained uh, and capable in these areas? Sure. It's a three-day uh, three intensive series. Uh, we find most times now, and I, I teach uh, many of the classes myself as well, uh, folks will take all three days uh, kind of in a row. Uh, the first day deals with uh, uh, working with older adults and, and with folks with disabilities, understanding some of the natural uh, processes of aging and, and some of the uh, chronic conditions and, and manifestations. So you know what to anticipate need-wise. Yes, yeah, looking at, at, at all those things and then trying to understand, you know, uh, uh, you know it, you, although you may not have that condition at this current time, you know, what, what might occur and then what might be the manifestations of that. The second day we deal with the actual home modifications okay. and, uh, you know, look through, uh, kind of work through a, a sample house. We identify all these various challenges and barriers that might exist and unsafe conditions and look at many, many possible solutions for those. And then the third day, which uh, is kind of an interesting day, is, is actually one on business management principles. And, and that's in there uh, so that we're sure that the folks that go through the CAPS program uh, understand how to run their business properly and, and understand the importance of good contracting techniques and good business management techniques. Well, I think those, those are also good communication skills, and I think that's where um, problems sometimes develop w with contractors is that they're not communicating completely mm -hmm. with, uh, with the owner. And in this particular case, communication is really, really critical because these are really important home modifications that need to be done. Well, yeah, and sometimes you're dealing with a homeowner who might be reluctant to make these changes or reluctant to accept their new situation or future situation, if you will. Yeah, Vince, is part of your job as a CAP specialist really educating the homeowner about what can and cannot be done? done to make the house safe and comfortable? It, it, it's probably the most important thing we do because people do come to it with some preconceived ideas. They think it's going to make their house, you know, less uh, saleable or, or, or even detract from the value of the home. And, and they're, they're often, you know, very, very surprised to see how these features, again, kind of stressing that it's not making it necessarily accessible. In some cases we do that, but it's about aging in place. And, and that actually most of the features that we do uh, make a house more attractive to any potential buyer or anyone living in it. Things like wider doorways and wider hallways and, and better lighting and, and easier to operate, uh, you know, door handles and, and uh, safer showers, all that sort of stuff ends up making a house actually live a lot 
a lot better for, for everyone. So it's not even major remodels, it's the small stuff. So that's excellent that you really go through there and walk the homeowner through all of these processes. Do you then put together sort of a scope of specifications and hand that over to the homeowner to say like, this is what we can and cannot accomplish? And maybe even in a situation, do you recommend perhaps that things just can't be done to that house? It, absolutely. I mean, we, we go in and really try to get them focused on letting us do a complete assessment. And uh, by doing that, they, you know, they may be focused right now just on uh, an acute need, perhaps of you know, accessibility to, from the front door, or maybe right. they want to mm-hmm. uh, remodel their, their bathroom. But what we try to do is a full assessment of the house and then prioritize those things, looking at issues like life safety, prevention of falls, and, and then the convenience issues. And some of these things are things the homeowner can do and other things that, that you know, we can give them different solutions. You know. I think it's good that, uh, that the CAPS folks are also g- going to come up with sort of a long-term plan. So the, as you say, these are things that don't have to be done immediately, but by having the assessment done, you'll really be able to plan for them, to budget for them, and get them done on your own time schedule. Exactly. And we want to get them focused on, on really the life safety and the prevention of falls issues. Uh, you know, they may be thinking about convenience or something real, you know, real attractive like doing a new kitchen. But if there's a hazard in the house, we want to address that first because, the, you know, we're keeping somebody in their home as long as possible is really the first goal. Have you found that you're getting a lot of work with the CAPS program through the CAPS program? And are you working on any projects now? Oh, absolutely. In fact, uh, it's, it's, you know, I hold several designations through the Home Builders Association, and, and I have to say, I tell my, my, my uh, students in these classes that this is the one designation I really do get business from. I mean, there's a lot of interest in it, and the other thing is it's one that I bring to every job, whether I get a call specifically for this or not. Uh, we, we certainly listen to and address the current issues that our clients have, but we always introduce these other concepts, and I've found 100% acceptance on the part of my clients. It's a great program. It's called CAPS, Certified Aging in Place Specialist. It's a joint program uh, put together by the National Association of Home Builders and AARP. If you want more information, uh, can you go to the AARP website, Vince? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, AARP's website or the NAHB website uh, both have links to uh, the CAPS, about the CAPS designation, as well as a full database of all the CAPS certified contractors around the country. Great. Vince Butler, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. All right, you are listening to the Money Pit's very special Home Safety Month broadcast being broadcast from the floor of the 2007 National Hardware Show in Orlando. Up next, we've rounded up some of the best safety and universal design products we found here at the Hardware Show. We're going to tell you about them, including a fire extinguisher as small as a can, a self-winding hose reel, and a collapsible cart that will help you haul your stuff around. All that coming up from the 2007 National Hardware Show's celebration of home safety. This is the Money Pit. You live in a Money Pit. Looking for a durable wood finish that allows the natural beauty of your wood grain to show through on decks, fence siding, and furniture? Bear offers a lineup of premium, solid, and semi-transparent waterproofing wood stains with NanoGuard technology to provide ultimate durability and wood protection. The solid color weatherproofing stain comes in more than 1,600 colors while semi-transparent stain is available in 83 custom colors. Both products come with outstanding customer satisfaction guarantees, as does Bear's number 500 clear premium weatherproofer. For more information, visit Bear, B-E-H-R, dot com. And remember, you can relax because your exterior weatherproofing finish is still hard at work. 
If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatrue Doors. Thermatrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatrue Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatrue's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatrue's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. Eight-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky. Almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s-style bungalow, because there's pink paint in the back and... Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. Choose the brand more building professionals prefer and add up to $24,000 to the perceived value of your home. For more information, visit Thermatrue.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Special Home Safety Month broadcast being brought to you by the AARP right from the floor of the 2007 National Hardware Show. And we have searched the almost million square feet of floor to find some of the coolest products that can help make your home safer and more comfortable. And we're going to highlight a few of those right now. That's right. First, we're going to welcome a guy whose business is safety. He's Tom Russo, president and CEO of First Alert. And Tom, we understand that you guys have pretty much reinvented the fire extinguisher. Tell us about it. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know, fire extinguishers can be bulky, very hard to use, heavy. Very heavy, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and First Alert has developed the product fire extinguisher in an aerosol can, so it looks like a traditional paint can or can of hairspray, but it's very effective. It has four times more firefighting power than a traditional fire wow. extinguisher. Wow. It is uh, an easy cleanup, so instead of having the powder spray all, all over the room that comes mm -hmm. from a traditional fire extinguisher, this is biodegradable and cleans up with, with soap and water, and obviously very easy to use, just like pressing the button on so a can of So if you've got spray. limited hand movement, and sometimes those fire extinguishers, you know, you almost are apprehensive to use it because there's pulls and pins and cranks and squeezes. Right, and you have to hold the can in one, then the hose possibly, and it's very, very unwieldy. They're also uh, somewhat complicated to understand what fire extinguisher that you need to use. As we know, the fire extinguishers have classification ratings based on the type of fire. A, wood paper. Uh, B is uh, electrical and C mm -hmm. is grease, if I got that right? Yes. And and, and, uh, and does this one handle everything? All, all fires, yes. Okay, everything that, that you would find in the home. And because it's so much smaller, I imagine you can keep them more effectively in places around the home that you traditionally wouldn't be able to keep a bigger fire extinguisher. Yes, we, we recommend having one at least on every level of mm -hmm. the room. Um, I always keep one by my fireplace. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. and, by, and, and if you've ever seen my kitchen, my cooking by my kitchen, too. <laughs> yes, uh, it's very important to have one in the kitchen. Can they be recharged or once it's used? No, these done? are one-time one-time use. They have a shelf life of of at least three years. Okay. Um, and we do recommend once you use it to get get another one. Okay. Do you recommend sometimes keeping more than one in certain locations? I mean, how large of a fire are we talking about handling? Well, the, they will handle the size fire that that the large extinguishers um, can can handle the same. But I, I would have. It's always recommended to have at least two in the house, whether they're in the same location, but to have at least two in the house. All right, great. We're talking to Tom Russo. He's the president of First Alert. Tom, before we let you go, I wanted to ask you also, you guys have a new um, uh, smoke detector that actually talks and tells you where the fire is. Talk to me about yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's an exclusive to First Alert, and it's voice with location. So the voice will tell you not only whether there's smoke or carbon monoxide mm -hmm. and distinguish the two. Oh, in one. In That's one, great. And it will tell you where that is. What's important about that is you may want to go directly to where the problem is. Well, it's the is. first question. If the smoke detector goes off, where's the fire? Yes. Is it in the where's kitchen? The is it the basement, right. family yeah. room? And do I need to go fight it or should I leave, grab the kids right. and get out? Yep. So what's my path of egress? Mm -hmm. Should I run to the living room, to the back door? And this will tell you exactly what to do. Is Great. it hardwired or just mounted to the ceiling? Uh, these are available in both hardwired and wireless interconnect features. Great. Tom Russo from First Alert, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you. Next, let's talk about gardening. It's something that millions of us enjoy. And uh, the curse is we also strain our backs by yeah. doing a lot of gardening <laughs> projects. But there's a new product out there that can make it a bit easier on your back. Yeah, that's right. It's called the No Crank Hose Reel. And it's an automated hose reel. And here to tell us about it is Cindy Gann. Hey, Cindy. Hello. I'm very familiar, but tell our listeners about it. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. Our hose reel rewinds automatically using water pressure. So, so no plugs, no gas, nothing. That's right. There's no electricity, no springs. It's just the water pressure from your house. We have a patented system, Hydro Pro system, that has a three-piston engine, and it uses the water pressure as power. So it rewinds the hose right. automatically. There's no more cranking your hose or leaving it on the or ground. getting completely filthy as you start winding right. it up. And right. then it all gets winded up to one side. I love it because as it winds itself, it sort of just moves across the container That's and uniformly places everything. That's right. We have an auto sort guide that makes sure that it rewinds perfectly on, on the hose. Now, Cindy, as a, as a manufacturer in this category, are you seeing the demand for products that are easier on the body? 
such as no absolutely, crank? Is that absolutely. what you guys are sort of following? Our, our sales are growing 70% this wow. year because um, this, we're new to the category and consumers hate winding up their hose. <laughs> it's true. There's n nothing worse than that. The back strain. So um, people are hearing about the no crank hose reel and going out and buying it. Well, and as the boomers are becoming this aging generation, it's interesting because as folks are aging, they love gardening. They love outdoor work. And it sort of becomes this primary hobby and chore around the house that they adore. So to make it easier this and This takes safer. the stress out. Yeah. We take the stress out of gardening. Wow, that's great. Absolutely. Cindy, thanks so much for uh, stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. This very special edition of the Money Pit is being broadcast from the floor of the 2007 National Hardware Show. We are here to celebrate Home Safety Month. That's right. And when we come back after the break, we're going to have another guest, Jack Clark, who's president of Easy Does It Cart. It's a great carting project to work around Easy the yard Easy way with. to sort of move your stuff or around. everything. Move your kids around. Yeah, move your family you. around. Move your tools around the house. <laughs> I'm sure we, we want to take your calls as well. So call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Back with more after this. American Society of Home Inspectors. Nearly 60% of basements have moisture problems because of torrential rainstorms or water leaks. Bare basement and masonry waterproofing paint with NanoGuard, combined with simple grading and roof draining improvements, provides maximum water resistance, both above and below grade basement walls, masonry walls, retaining walls, cinder and concrete blocks, stucco, and brick. For more information, visit bear.com and apply the waterproofing paint that can stand the pressure. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. This very special edition of the Money Pit is being brought to you from the floor of the 2007 National Hardware Show, courtesy of the AARP, where we are celebrating Home Safety Month. Did you get me a card? Uh, no, but I'll make you one as soon as I get back, I promise. All right, you yeah. do that. Well, there's an old saying that there's no point in reinventing the wheel, but our next guest did just that. Yeah, that's right. Jack's invention is the Easy Does It cart, and it's become one of the hottest selling carts to make it easier and safer to haul just about anything, anywhere. Welcome, Jack. Thank Tell you. us about your wonderful invention and really describe it for our listeners. Well, we started off just making a, a cart for uh, soccer moms and dads to go out and make it easy to put your ice chest and your um, your soccer balls and your lawn equipment all in one little cart that's collapsible. You could take it out of your car, put everything on there, and just roll it out to your soccer game. And it just evolved into this cart that instead of uh, people having to go out and buy a wheelbarrow or a flatbed cart or uh, all these or hand truck, they're, get, they're very cumbersome to use. Right. My cart can, will replace eight different carts in one, and it's just evolved in this product where all of a sudden we get all these calls from the elderly people and from ladies calling us up saying, man, we love this cart. It's so lightweight. It weighs 10 pounds, but it carries over 300 pounds. Wow. <laughs> And they can use it for all these different things. And all of a sudden, we said, we realized, my goodness, this thing's really growing into something we didn't even plan for. just about handle my family's baseball gear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we discovered that uh, that uh, the elderly really love it. And especially right. if, you have, if, you have, if you're arthritic or whatever, you can, you can easily pick it up. You can carry it upstairs. They have no problem using it for all their gardening. It converts to four different garden carts. It also converts to a caddy or dolly. Uh, you can sit on it using your garden. It's really a wonderful cart. Now, we, how is it that it's so lightweight yet so durable? Uh, 
Uh, What's we, it made out of? It, we designed this out of a polycarbonate ABS plastic. It's very strong. It has tremendous tensile strength in hot and cold temperatures. So you can haul logs with it in the snow, or you can take it on the beach. It's all plastic. It won't rust. And how do we learn more information? Go to easydoesitall.com or go to easydoesitcart.com. Terrific. All right. Thanks, Jack, Jack Clark. Clark. Thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thanks for having me. Now it's time to reach into the email bag and answer a question about how to change some of the electrical elements in your house. That's right. We've got one from Zach in Wichita, Kansas, who writes, I'm having an electrician install a ceiling fan. As long as I'm having him come out, what else can I have him do that's going to help me add value and convenience for the long term? Uh, number one thing, GFCI outlets. Absolutely. A ground lot of people fault. don't understand ground fault circuit interrupters. Ground fault circuit interrupters. Now, for your basic electrical outlet, um, it, de it detects it's the, the amount. It's the test reset switch. Right. The, the moment the test folks. reset. Then the basic electrical outlet is hooked up to a circuit breaker is designed to stop the wire from overheating. Mm -hmm. The ground fault circuit interrupter senses a slight diversion of current to a ground source, which is what happens when you're getting a shock. Okay. And instantly turns it off. Cuts off power to that you outlet safe. Right. Now, newer houses that are built today have them in, but all the old Older houses say those that are maybe just 10 or 15 years old don't have them. So what and you want to do? And it's important to put them in where? Bathrooms, kitchens? Yes, bathrooms, kitchens, basements, outside, any place that there's a water source, you want to have a ground fault outlet. And you know what else, Zach? You might want to think about when you're adding those extra outlets, put them up a little bit higher off the floor. This way, it's more convenient if you're bending down a lot or if you have an older relative with you or even as you age in the home, it's just more convenient. And put them where you use them. And why not even think about extra lighting under cabinets, in closets, just make things easy for you. Absolutely. Zach, hope that helps you out. If you'd like to shoot us an email, you can do that at moneypit.com. Go there today. Then check out our project finder while you're there. You can identify lots of useful tips for the projects around your house. Hey, we want to thank our friends at AARP for making this show possible. To listen or read the transcripts from the show, you can visit moneypit.com slash listen. And to learn more about Universal Design, go to AARP's website at aarp.com slash home design. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.